Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. I have, and it's not surprising. Um, I think I was on with you guys not long ago, a few weeks ago, maybe before all of this happened. And and I said to give it time. Brent's very purposeful at OU. We don't want guys just committing on a on a little bit of a whim. They think they want to go, but they're not really committed. But he wanted guys to wait until they were really sure. And hopefully that leads to left decommitments. You know, you, you never know, but... But, you know, that's the way they recruit. they got a, a staff that really works hard at it. And, and they're emphatic that when you commit to us, that you really mean it. And, and that's what's transpired, hopefully, here this last month. You know, it's like I said it before. Like, if I committed to marrying my wife here in February, but I'm going to date these other five girls in the meantime and go visit them, even though I'm committed to you, is that really a commitment? And I think my wife would go for that. So I don't think any of yours would either, right? Uh, no, no way. No chance. You're committed, you're committed, and you're all in, or you're not committed. And that's the bottom line. So hopefully, you know, this oh, this will stay the way it is and, and get better, and I think it will. But, again, that's Brett's style, how he's recruiting. His staff works hard at it, and they do a great job of a bunch of guys with great personalities. So it's been, uh, you know, it's been fun to see, though. So I'm, I'm glad to see it come, you know, it come this way in such a positive way. Bob Stoops on with Teddy and Tyler last night on The Rush. He is not surprised that Brent Venables is killing it on the recruiting trailer right now. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show on a Thursday, August 4, 30 days away from a Sooner kickoff. This is The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE is the place to be. Check out my guys at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Uh, got the bad boy mowers, which you guys know I've been tooling around in all summer. Absolutely bad love boy. it. I'm the bad boy of Oklahoma Sports Radio. That's pretty widely known. Uh, but they've got more than just the bad boys. They got the CF motos. They got the cool new golf cars over there. You can rent motorhomes there, trailers, uh, really whatever you need for your summer manly needs. Uh, Extreme Outdoor Equipment is the place to be. XOE, two locations, one in Goldsby and one in Newcastle, uh, tell them that Toby sent you, and it will get you 0% off any item in the store. TJ, I have uh, things to say. First, uh, it's going to be 102 today, high Woo! of 102 today. Uh, that feels manageable. Marquise, uh, Hollywood Brown speed limit right there. 
The team reports today, we're talking about the OU football team, they report today, practice starts tomorrow. So practice number one of 25. Fall practices will be tomorrow. Team reports today, and uh, here we go. Here we go. Um, What most people are talking about out there, though, and I know that they want us to talk about is the fact that the Premier League starts this weekend, TJ. A new season of the Premier League. Uh, Actually, tomorrow night will be the uh, season opener. Leeds plays Saturday morning their season opener against Wolves Saturday morning. So a lot of excitement in the Roland House as we get set for a new year with Leeds, who barely survived relegation last year. We've made some changes in the offseason, took the strategy of getting rid of our best players, and we'll see if that works out or not. So, uh, new Premier League. See, I know I, I see y'all, all my Premier League fans out there in the listening audience. I see you. Uh, you're excited. Your thoughts, Teach. Who do you favor this year in the Premier League? Um, Superman. Hmm. How about Big Brother last night? I saw you and John Whitson uh, texting me at ungodly hours. Your <laughs> thoughts on Big Brother last night? <laughs> Why was I a part of that? What you guys know that I have a show to do early in the morning, right? <laughs> I'm looking here just to make sure. Ungodly hours, nine oh four p.m. <laughs> yeah, well, well, come on, dude. Nine oh four p.m. Right. That's uh, the last text was sent at nine oh seven p.m. Okay, okay. Sorry, I'm so sorry that to is, have disturbed you. That I is, didn't send the uh, first text either. Uh, blame that uh, on John. I just answered back to him. Uncalled for. Come on. Uh, but it was another exciting episode, and it appears we have uh. yet another. I mean, has anybody been on a worse two or three two or three week roll of reading the house? <laughs> Then uh, Nicole uh, and Daniel, uh, Daniel and Nicole. Yeah, <laughs> no, never. And it was oh, it was so great. I love this show, man. This show is so great. Big Brother is incredible, isn't it? Uh, it took a little while for this season to get going, but once it kicked in, and then some of the just oh, last night was if if you haven't uh, watched, uh, spoiler alert, we're gonna spoiler talk about alert. it. Spoiler alert. Um, when Monty called him up there and had decided, you know what, um. Oh, the two that are together. I uh, can't even remember. They're Brittany Alyssa. and uh, oh, no, yeah, Brittany, Brittany and, and Mike. Michael and Michael uh, make a good point. We need to. And well, they were just assuming too that she would come to their team if she had to pick a team. I don't know. Maybe they had pre-discussed that and they Indy. never showed it. Indy yeah. would come to them. But when Monty's like, "Yeah, I think we're gonna go with Alyssa," you know, this and that. <laughs> nice try, Monty. I see what you're doing now. You don't have the votes to keep Taylor in. We're gonna, we're gonna use that veto and put my partner up. And then for Nicole to sit in that diary room and just go on and on about <laughs> what a I know few you're days not supposed this is to be happy to be on the block, ah what but... a few days for me I've taken so much power in this house suddenly <laughs> I was just like oh my gosh oh it's just now I hope um, is it possible they're right they might be because what I was about to say is I hope Kyle can explain his situation that hey. This was your fault, Monty. You convinced him in his own mind 
that you were trying to uh, use reverse psychology on him. That's why I didn't fight him uh, not using it or not. Uh, so, Because now they're all mad at him because they think he held something up. And Taylor, I, I hope Taylor realizes this is what you wanted in the beginning of the episode. He's putting his own partner up and going to have her evicted. So, without knowing it. So, hopefully he can smooth that out and they don't like go into some freak down mode and that group break up and then suddenly Taylor's out tonight. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Look at you rooting for Taylor. Who thought that would ever come around? Uh, I Remember can't stand her still, but I'm rooting for her to stay around. Yeah. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I think that... So, the last couple of weeks have been great. In the in the blind sides and all that kind of stuff that nobody saw coming. Right. However, the people that are pulling it off, I don't really care for it. Like I don't, I I don't not like them necessarily. I just see. I like that group. I like Monty. I like Joseph. I like Kyle. Um, Brittany has uh, actually, you know, I thought mm-hmm. like she was going to bug me a little bit. She doesn't really bother me now at this point. So. Uh, Taylor, uh, Katie did point like this out Kyle. last night with Taylor, uh, how sometimes she can yell or say things and not move her mouth. Like she's like yeah. a ventriloquist. I'm like, Katie's like, she didn't her, move her mouth. Like she, her whatever she just said, her move, face yeah. did not move. And I, I rewound last night at one point. I'm like, she's right. Like her mouth is not moving at all. And she's having a full conversation right now. I'll tell you this. I would right now give an Emmy award to whoever is in charge of sound editing for the uh, squeaky scooter <laughs> on Jasmine because that is has been gold all year. You know they're having so much fun behind the scenes with that squeaky scooter. You know the scooter does not squeak at all. It's completely yes, silent. Yes, but, but I like to believe that it does. I like to believe well, that it's actually squeaking They've convinced like the world that it does. <laughs> and I'm convinced in still to this day. Editing. Still to this day, I'm convinced that when Evil Dick walks into a room, heavy metal music starts. <laughs> Another great episode of Big Brother last yes. night. The Big 12 title game will be staying at Jerry World through 2025. The Big 12 reaching an agreement with uh, the Dallas Cowboys and their stadium to stay put. We're all excited about, oh, you going to the SEC, TJ. Is this something that we're going to miss when uh, championship game time rolls around? Uh, the fact that we could tool down to Dallas and watch the uh, title game instead yes, but of Atlanta? Who's, but who's to say once the SEC uh, has OU in Texas that they eventually don't sign a deal to have a few-year run with Jerry World? You've got A&M, you got Texas, you got Oklahoma, you got a lot of schools in that area. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe they would uh, switch over to Jerry World for a you know four or five year run or something. But yes, I think so. I mean, it's very convenient to get down to that game. Uh, heck, when it's the 11 a.m. kickoff, you can drive down that morning, watch the game, and, and head home. It's so close. So um, yeah, I think people people will definitely miss the uh, um, the ease and comfort of having it right there. I think I think your scenario there is possible not four or five years at a time, but maybe uh, no no probably not uh, once maybe say we'll, we're gonna play a, a, a game, that championship game in Dallas once every four or five years maybe mm-hmm. um, I don't know I feel like Atlanta is such a centralized hub for old school SEC it is it is. 
So I may and, be dreaming there, but I think it's a possibility. You know, the idea that, I mean, think about the Big 12, okay? Think about the Big 12. You got the core of the old Big 8 and the Big 12, and now you add these new teams, okay, from West Virginia and uh, I guess TCU was the other most recent one. But what, let's say that uh, – Let's say they go get Colorado and Utah now. Or, or no, I guess we don't have to say anything. Now they get Cincinnati, Memphis, Houston, UCF. Yeah, UCF. Mm-hmm. So um, you're having this radio show right now going, uh, boy, Dallas is a long ways away to play for the uh, championship. And you go, yeah, you know, well, maybe maybe they'll play it in Orlando now that UCF is in it every once in a while. And the core of the Big 12, you're like, forget you. We're not going all the way to Orlando to play our big – I don't know. I just don't know how... But to make a presence and to expand your brand, wouldn't you? I think so. I I think... I don't think they'll move it there. But maybe as a one-off every once in a while. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you're probably probably right. I don't know how welcoming... I don't... I'm not saying they won't be. I don't know the answer to this. I don't know how welcoming the SEC is going to be to the new guys. You know? Like, hey, what can we do for you? I don't know if they're going to be like... You get. It. I mean, so far the indications have been from everybody we've talked to, or I've talked to, and you guys have no idea what you're in for. Welcome yeah, that's to the our media league, and the fan is... base, though. I think the presidents of the university and the athletic directors and probably the coaches are happy to see those two brands come in. Now, coaches maybe not yeah. because it's uh, going to be more competition for you. And happy not... about it, but we're not bending over backwards to do you, help you guys. Yeah, maybe, maybe, in any maybe way not. Possibly. Maybe not. Yeah, you're gonna earn, have to come earn to your Atlanta way, and earn your beat way. us yes. in Atlanta right. if you're going to take our championship, sure. kind of a thing. But you might be right. I, I, the allure of Jerry World, I guess, is a deal. I don't. I mean, that Mercedes Stadium is pretty sweet that they've got over there in Atlanta now. So, anyway, we'll see. That will be. Now, I'll tell you one thing. I am excited about is the basketball event. Um. Like, playing the conference tournament in Nashville mm-hmm. is going to be cool. That is cool. And I like going to Kansas City. Don't get me wrong. Kansas City's been a lot of fun for the years. But, um, I mean, Nashville's such a cool city that that's going to be really neat. Well, yeah. I am not necessarily looking forward to Hoover, Alabama. <laughs> and that's where baseball is. Right. And uh, re- even the SEC people that I've talked to are like, uh, Hoover's not that great. You know, they all kind of roll their eyes about playing in Hoover. So surely we can find a better place to play that event than who I know it's got tradition there and all kinds of stuff, but it's a pretty average stadium. There's really nothing special about that I think that Globe stadium. Life Park would be a perfect place for the SEC tournament once uh, OU and Texas <laughs> join the conference. It would be cool. It's just, I mean, the big picture generality here is it's going to be really weird to be on the outskirts of a conference after we've been right smack in the middle of it that for so many now years. that that is true absolutely true geographically i'm mm-hmm. talking yes about. not going to be bad being a part of the sec is going to be you're going to be it's zigzagging be all over the place instead of just uh north and south as you as you typically do so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i anticipate that there will be a significant uptick in motorhome sales in the state of Oklahoma over the next five to ten years. Because there are some people who have already, I'm sure, jumped on board. But I think as we get into the SEC, 
and we see these caravans of motorhomes come into town for games in Norman. I mean, there's some now, but not anything like we're going to see when OU hosts LSU and Alabama and Georgia and Tennessee and all that. And, and people start to realize how far it is to play road games now. It's going to be a good time to be in the motorhome business around here. That's my point. Go <laughs> see your friends at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Extreme Outdoor Equipment. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> We're going to jump on the motorhome caravan with your OU flags and all that kind of stuff. That's how they do it in the South. All right, break time. We're getting close to unveiling team number 17 coming up at the bottom of the hour in the countdown. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you on the Ref Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. $8.99 listing fee, that's it. That's all they charge. No hidden fees. They'll give you the same service as you'll get anywhere else. Great customer service. Saving you thousands of dollars when you put your home on the market, the $8.99 listing fee. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, let's see here. Good morning, Toby. Yes, when TJ called me and asked me about the studio, I told him he should ask you, but he said he was not going to do that. Have a good day. Hmm. hmm. I must have been sitting in my Chris Plank. You talk about the studio redesign that's taking that's right. place. That's right. At uh, the ref that everybody apparently was consulted about, except for uh, me. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think we asked Teddy anything either, so that makes you feel hmm. any better. Interesting strategy by the two of you. <laughs> uh, this texter says, I listen from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. just about every day. Thank you. Thank you wow. for that. And I hear awesome. the chipmunk commercial about four times a day. <laughs> <laughs> We need to re-rack the chip, chippy segment uh, for later uh, in the show. Is I it don't that think good? So. I, I can't I remember if it was any good. It's on the podcast. By the no, way, my the apologies to those of you that uh, listened to Hour 1 on the podcast um, and how important Segment 1 is. Uh, someone forgot to hit record on this end. I think it was Toby. So Segment 1 did not get recorded. You're talking so about you today? did not hear about Toby's hibachi last night and the fact my AC is fixed. So apologize. what are you doing back there, dude? Like, what's I, the lack of concentration I, it, about? It was up and pulled. I had it the program open, everything. I thought I hit record and I must have not done it. So I, I don't. You know. You think Jerry Schmidt would be okay, satisfied with no, that kind I of a lack of had focus? To, you know, run some stairs or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chippy spent his days thumbing up the three Van Halen songs. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbing up. Uh, <laughs> TJ criminally speeds to get him window air conditioning. <laughs> That's true. You did criminally speed the other night. That's, that is true. Corn's uh, biggest hit is bourbon, according to Ralph from Tulsa. All right, Ralph then. Ralph from Tulsa. Corn expert. Um uh, I get that because he spelled it with the C. So oh, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah. okay. okay, I thought I'm that was on, an actual I'm on to song. You now, Ralph, yeah, it's a I, joke. That, that caught me. Gotcha. Uh, caught, that took me a minute, Ralph. But I'm on to you. <laughs> um, 
BA Boomer, you need to go. Man, I wish I knew you back in your Enid days. I bet you were quite a sight, man. Oh, man. Do you have any photos from Enid, TJ? I've, I've burned his... a lot of them. I, my brother posted a photo years ago of me from high school to which I called him and I said, you take that down off of social media right now, I will kill you. <laughs> and Drake Drake saw it and was trying to get a screenshot as it disappeared. And, like, it's one of his biggest oh, regrets to this man. day. I said, why? Uh, Did, were you ugly or why do you want to? It was I mean, just a all... bad picture. It was my senior picture in my suit and my hair. I just, it was a terrible look. <laughs> I was like, what were you thinking, dude? Were you a, a concert tea guy when you would go? Would you wear your Megadeth tea to school and stuff or were you? No, no, I'm, I've never been a concert tea guy. Were you rocking guy. tank tops? What were you wearing when you went to school with your... Uh... I was a normal kid like the way I dress, so that wouldn't have made you laugh or anything. I did have a stretch in my 20s that I think a lot of people did back then because of Kid Rock with the uh, the type of uh, tank top that you can't really call it what it was called back then, the ribbed white tank top. <laughs> that I think back now too, and yeah. I would roll out sometimes in just the uh, under the V neck undershirt. <laughs> that look got me, Katie. So I guess it worked, you know. She's like, the V neck undershirt. She's like, look at this. Landed Katie. Look at this bad boy, man. Wow, this guy's tough. Did you make a TikTok back in the day with uh, your no, V-neck white t-shirt and said, lady? I thank God all the time that social media did not exist <laughs> from the time I was 15 to 35, okay? I thank him like all the Justice, time. Like Justice? Like our boy Justice down in Austin? He didn't make a video? To... There is no telling what videos of me there would be online. Uh, what a ride. I, I what a been, ride. I would have been canceled long ago. <laughs> Did you have hydraulics on the uh, on the car? No, but I did have a uh, tricked out Chevy S10 that had like the uh, oh, you know, when they used to cover the headlights with the fog uh, covers and the uh, brawl that went up over the top of your hood and uh, mm -hmm. rims, and I had the uh, you know the pile driver, ten inch pile drivers behind the seat with my amps running everything, of you did. be rolling yeah. down. I I would cruise specifically through like the parking lots of places that I worked, like Homeland. <laughs> You know, then I had my wow. softer side where I'd cruise Did through. Did you, you cruise? Know, some... You cruised at Enid. We oh, talked yeah. about yeah. this before, right? Yeah. You, 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 a, you'd go The strip. You would, uh, you'd turn you'd around at McDonald's, cruise to the other end, turn around at Sonic, and cruise back. The kids so. still cruise? Are we still cruising today? I, I don't know. I'm sure there's some towns that they still do. Somebody would have to answer that for me, but they should. It should be a part of every teenager's life, like a Friday night strip where you cruise in your town and i enid doesn't or norman doesn't have one really that i'm what were the of. benefits that you got from cruising that you feel like should um, be passed to the current generation you know the ladies see you they know they whistle at you to pull over in the circle k parking lot whatever it may be hey can we hop in with you guys for a little while i'm like sure baby come on you know we were fly like that Oh, You're laughing because you never did any of this stuff. You were no, like, ah, uh -uh. anybody want to anybody want to come over and make um, um, stat boards with me? I was at home studying for algebra. I, I'm keeping box score on the Reds tonight. Y'all want to come over? That's exactly right. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh, man. all right. What you got? Move on. <laughs> You've hurt my feelings. Where am I? Where am I? <laughs> uh, rather than sending Toby a picture of the new studio, just make a TikTok video of it. I don't have TikTok. I'm not making a TikTok video. 
I have fought getting the TikTok. I know it's taken over the world. I know it has uh, taken over Twitter and Facebook, and it's got those two companies really. scrambling. But I'm not, not really. getting it. Yeah. Look at you. Like you. That's where you've drawn the line at ESPN, ESPN Plus, Plus and, and TikTok. TikTok. Not up in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, squirrels on a roof, not chipmunks. The ill-fated mm. squirrel's name is Skippy. Skimpy. That's from Jim. Boy, I disagree with that. I think it's Chippy. <laughs> it says Skimpy. But I did only I, I did only hear the commercial once, so it could be that I got it wrong. Uh, skimpy? He said, is it Skimpy? Skimpy. Skimpy the squirrel instead yeah. of Chippy the chipmunk. I like Chippy the chipmunk better. Hmm. We're going to need uh, somebody to... Uh, is there somebody at Roto Rooter Advertising that could call in and clarify? Uh, we we need, really need to find the spot. That would be great. Surely we can find the spot. Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to be like talking about it in the way that we are so much. I mean, they may get mad at us. Who knows? Well, no, they're not mad at us. They think this is genius. They're... <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely caught your attention. We do know Dad, that. We're getting all kinds of free pub. Uh, let's see here. Air Comfort Solutions text line. How about when Nicole said, I'm trained at reading liars? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do as a what chef. What I do when I was a yeah, police She officer. was a former police officer yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Can your wife read liars? Um, they get pretty good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Would your wife be good on Big Brother? Yes. She is a oh, comp- really? she would be a competition beast. That's true. She is extremely social. Uh, and she would need me, it would need to be a couple's thing for me to I read people better, I think. Mm. What an accusation. Yeah. Even as a police officer, I think I read people better than her, and I would say, no. That girl's lying to your face. She's evil. Which I've had to do to her from time to time in our lives. I think yeah, everything you said about Katie is accurate. Competition, beast, social, all that kind of stuff. And she'd be great, like, on opening night when they're all introducing each other and, and all that Katie kind of Perry. stuff. Katie Perry, yeah. Yeah, every, oh, that would be funny. Oh, my gosh! But the first night when it was not 63 in the house. <laughs> she doesn't put somebody, it back cold. you got to remember, she keeps it warmer in the summer and colder in the winter. It's the opposite, so... Mm-hmm. I could right. totally see her going off on somebody, though, if they forgot to turn the TV to 705 <laughs> or whatever the equivalent of that is in the Big Brother house, you know? She is a very, uh, like, she wouldn't be able to deal with someone's mess in that type of house and environment. Mm-hmm. Like, if they didn't clean up after themselves in the bathroom or uh, their bedroom was just clothes thrown everywhere, she she would not be able to handle that well. All right, we're late. we got a countdown to get to, TJ. Uh, Break time. When we come back, we unveil team number 17, the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown, brought to you by the Carter Jennings Law Firm. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Steve's Big Brother game is much like his coaching career disappointing. Good evening, everybody. I'm TJ Perry Moonvez, and welcome to Big Brother Coaches Edition. For days, other house guests speculated whether Steve was a real coach or an imposter, possibly a spy in the house. 
things really got heated when Steve lost the OTEV competition and was forced to wear the Jayhawk mascot outfit, leading other house guests to tease Steve about realizing who he really was once they saw him dressed as a Jayhawk. Tonight, another house guest will be evicted. But first, will Jim's lies about Ryan finally catch up to him and cost him one of the closest allies he has in the game? Live from the Palace on the Prairie, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show 2022 Top 25 Countdown brought to you by criminal defense attorney Carter Jennings. Get the defense you deserve with Carter Jennings Law, 405-659-7221 or visit carterjenningslaw.com. Now with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. That's Steve exposed and Texas number 18 on the countdown yesterday. Jim's lies about Ryan? I haven't seen that episode yet. I don't know. I don't who's know Jim on. and who's Ryan? Uh, well, I guys in the house, house guests. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. I thought you were referring to someone that well, was uh, uh, yet to I be. I think there's still a Jim in there and a, a Ryan in there that we haven't heard from yet. Ryan Day at Ohio State. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Jim. Jim. Oh, Jimbo? Is no, that what you're talking about? No. No? No. Jim. Maybe it would be tied with Ryan because of conference uh, alignments. Oh, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Come okay. on, man. You're watching these episodes. Don't act like you don't know who's in the house. Well, we're nowhere near Ohio State and Michigan. Well, I've got to build countdown. towards other people that are, uh, you know, making alliances and doing things behind the scenes. It took me a second. I'm sorry. I didn't get there immediately. I did Jim and Ryan. <laughs> You're using first names only. If you would use last names, it would help me out a lot. It took me a while to figure out who Steve was. I was like, Steve? <laughs> Call him Sark. All right, here we go. Countdown time. Uh, CJ just babbled on and on that last segment, so let me just recap what we've done so far. Uh, this this countdown, by the way, brought to you by uh, a, a Carter Jennings Law Firm. TJ, what do they do over there at the Carter Jennings Law Firm? A uh, criminal defense attorney. They can help you out in all kinds of situations. So if you find yourself in trouble, Carter's your guy. DUI. What uh, about criminal speeding? Can he help you with that? Criminal speeding. Absolutely. Absolutely. You think Hollywood called up Carter Jennings yesterday and said, "Hey, if he was if he was smart, absolutely yes." Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nebraska was at twenty five. K State twenty four. Ole Miss twenty three. Arkansas twenty two. Tennessee has moved back to twenty one. We will. We hope to hear from Bob Kessling, the volunteer play by play voice tomorrow. Kentucky at twenty on Monday. On Tuesday, 19 was USC. We chatted with former USC quarterback Max Brown. And yesterday, Texas at 18, Craig Way joined us on the show, which brings us to today. The number 17-ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... Woo! This is my high school fight song right here. On Wisconsin, Teach. The Wisconsin Badgers check in at number 17. The second Big Ten team on our countdown. Of course, the Nebraska Cornhuskers were the other. Shockingly, Wisconsin looks a lot like Wisconsin this year. 
Nine and four last year. Uh, for them, uh, subpar season. They did win their bowl game, but it was not a great. It was the one out in Vegas where they beat Arizona State. That's not where Wisconsin wants to be when it comes to uh, bowl games. So it's a nine to four year. There's some pressure on Paul Christ, their head coach. So he went out and revamped the offensive coaching staff, and they brought in Bobby Ingram from the Baltimore Ravens to run the offense. Now, now, do you remember, TJ, the whole Caleb Williams drama when we thought for a second right. maybe he he's going, going, he to going to Wisconsin? Yes, which seemed weird to everyone, but, yeah, I remember that. That was because of the Bobby Ingram connection. He and Bobby Ingram back in the day connected. Now Ingram going to be the OC at Wisconsin. Uh, obviously it didn't work out. Caleb ended up out at USC, but – they're hoping Ingram can, I don't think, necessarily modernize Wisconsin, just improve them. I think they want to keep playing football on offense the way they have forever, which is run-the-ball, smash-mouth football. They just want to do it better. they got a really good uh, running back. They, they always have a really good running back up there. And last year, the new breakout star for them was Braylon Allen. Very physical, very aggressive. He led the nation in yards after contact last year, which is the most Wisconsin stat ever. So that's what they're going to be again this year. Obviously, you know, they have Monty Ball there and Melvin Gordon and James White. Here we go. This is the new guy. Uh, still Graham Mertz at quarterback. That's really the question. Graham Mertz has had moments the last couple of years. This will be his third season with them. He's had moments where he's looked really good. He's got size. You think maybe that guy could be an NFL quarterback, and then he'll make some boneheaded plays. Way too many turnovers last year. Interceptions, fumbles lost. He's got to take care of the ball better. The offensive line is going to be solid. It always is at Wisconsin. Uh, not a lot of talent at wide receiver, uh, but they're going to rely on the ground game as they always do. Jim Leonard is the defensive coordinator, one of the best in all of college football, uh, a name that was bantied about a little bit in the Brent Venable search at OU. We heard the name Jim Leonard a little bit out there. He's young, really highly thought of. Got to replace a bunch of starters on defense. They've got eight new, or they lost eight starters from last year. But they have recruited very well. They're three highest-ranked recruiting classes in a long time the last three years. And a lot of that is on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Nick Herbig, breakout season last year for them. A linebacker who had nine sacks last year. He's one of the big names back. Uh, their defensive line, front seven, always disruptive. Might be a bit of a slow start for them because so many new guys this year, but they'll get there. And they added some veteran recruits in the backfield, or the defensive backfield. They were able to, uh, I said recruits, transfers is what I meant. They were able to go get Justin Clark, Cedric Dort, Jay Shaw. So they've got some experience back there, but they're coming in from other schools. Big picture is this. Veteran quarterback, but a little bit of a Spencer Sanders reputation here, TJ, for Graham Mertz. Now, 
they play entirely different stylistically. But uh, he has been flashy at times, but turns it over too much. So can Graham Mertz be more dependable this year for them? They're going to run the ball. They're going to possess the ball. And eventually they're going to play really good defense. How long is it going to take for them to gel defensively? Uh, they got a great coordinator in Jim Leonard. I don't think it'll take long. Here's the schedule. Illinois State at home. That's a win. Washington State at home in Camp Randall Stadium. That's a win. New Mexico State at home. That's a win. Then they get into the Big Ten. Uh, at Ohio State, that's a loss. Illinois at home, that's a win. Northwestern should be a win. They play them at Evanston. Should be a win. They go to Michigan State. That's tricky. Purdue at home, that's a win. Maryland at home, that's a win. At Iowa could be tricky. At Nebraska, we'll see how well Nebraska comes together. I mean, they're they're going to lose to Ohio State, and then there's three maybe losses at Michigan State, at Iowa, at Nebraska. I don't even know if I put that in the – but that's a maybe – so even if they split those, you're looking at a nine and three season, potentially ten and two if it all comes together for them. A lot of new, but I do like the Bobby Ingram hire. I've got faith in Jim Leonard that he'll rebuild that defense quickly, and they're going to stop people. It's Wisconsin, Teach. You know what they are? Going to run the ball and play great defense, and the schedule is, you know, manageable. This could be a team. That is in the Big Ten championship game, representing the Western half. It very well could be. Not a national championship team, not a college football playoff team. They're going to lose at least a couple of games, maybe three, but good enough to be ranked number 17 in the countdown. Your thoughts? Wisconsin, too high, too low, or just right? You've got them just right. Um, yes. Schedule falls really nicely for them, like you said. Like You get Ohio State early, so you get that out of the way. You've got to go there and play them, and that's a, that's going to be a, a loss. Um, and then you get into a stretch with, you know, Illinois comes to your place. You go to Northwestern. That Michigan State game, I would favor Michigan State. you got to go on the road and play them, and I think they're probably slightly better. But it's a winnable game. Yep. Um, and then, like you said, you've got those two tricky road games towards the end of the year with Iowa and Nebraska. So I think you've got them just right. I think they're – a nine-win team, possibly a ten-win team. So uh, if they're a nine-win team, then they'll be somewhere around that 15 range or you know, where you've got them, 16, 17, depending on where those losses come and uh, how they fall with that late, that late stretch there with Iowa and Nebraska on the road. So I, I'm going to say just about right. I mean, it is what they are, and potentially, I mean, after Ohio State, if they put it together, I they mean, they, the they, they, they could run the table and finish those eight games out, and then you're you're looking at possibly, you know, sitting at that, you know, eight to six mark and saying, hey, are they in the conversation? So, uh, uh, go win the Big Ten championship game, and then maybe there for them. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I just I think there's nice I don't think that's going to happen. It's a nice schedule it's for them, yeah. Matt LePay, great play-by-play voice. He's the voice of the Wisconsin Badgers. He'll join us at eight thirty this morning. To go deeper on this year's Wisconsin team, the Badgers land at number 17 
in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown, brought to you by the Carter Jennings Law Firm. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. We are back, T-Row in the Morning Show. Toby and TJ with you statewide on the ref. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group, home of the eight ninety nine dollars listing fee. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. I was wondering if you could run my theory about the chipmunk being named Stubby by the goat, Toby. Uh, here we go. After some investigative work, I believe the chipmunk who led Chippy to his death is named Stubby or Captain Stubby. The original Roto-Rooter theme song was sang by Captain St- uh, Stubby, so it all makes sense now. Huh. I don't remember, again, I've heard this commercial once. I don't remember there being a name assigned to the other chipmunk slash squirrel. We really need to find the commercial. I did try finding it. It's not posted online, so it's not like on YouTube or anything. So I'll have to. Could our affiliate friends help us with this? If they're listening, um, they could send well, it could over. You, I mean, yeah. are you willing to make a call? Well, or the only you... call that I could make is to uh, the president, and I don't really think he wants me bothering him. I don't have a salesperson's number, if you know what I mean. So, um, What do you mean he doesn't want you bothering him? You don't think we're one of his prized possessions over there? You don't <laughs> think we're... <laughs> he may be listening. If he is, he can shoot me a text or an email. Um, there's someone else I can check with. Um, I'll Could try to make that the happen. Company? Could I'll you call to... the company? Could you call the company? No, I'm not going to call the company. <laughs> Why? Hey, we need your commercial for Toby's radio bit. Wouldn't somebody? Somebody sent that commercial to our affiliate to run it. That's who we got. Correct. Um, Drake, if you're listening, if you've got the uh, sales guy's name over there, uh, let me know. Let me know or text him. Okay. Tell him we need Chippy. Uh, in the interest of journalistic integrity, Chippy was a squirrel, not a chipmunk. So, boy, they're coming out of the woodworks today after you. All right. Okay. Yeah, very well. I uh, could be. Why Why would they name a squirrel Chippy, though? Wouldn't it be like squirrely or something? Yeah, you're right. Chippy the chipmunk makes much more sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a squirrel, though. Are you sure we don't the name have was a lot- Chippy? Do we have chipmunks around here? Um, I don't see many. I have tons of squirrels in my yard, but I don't see many chipmunks. Does, like, eastern Oklahoma have chipmunks? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's somewhere in the state. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Boy, hard-hitting sports journalism, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, right the text line's the blowing up. We talk what the people want to talk about. Uh, well, I would be glad to play the commercial and get to the bottom of this controversy if we could locate the commercial. However, my producer has shown zero effort to try <laughs> to track down the commercial so far. He doesn't want to bother anybody, so. We'll see. Uh, Top of the hour break. We'll be back.